Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to the Run It Up podcast. Please don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and also check out our socials, which are Run It Up Official on Instagram. And we also got Run It Up Podcast on Instagram as well. Please check out those pages, like, follow, subscribe. Also, jump on runitup.com.au. Check out everything we got there. Stay up to date. We got our merch, tees, hoodies, uh, shorts as well. Check it out, guys, and appreciate the support. Today's podcast, I get to chat with a very key player in the role of Henry Blooms. Now, Henry Blooms is an amazing supplement company. They are established in Australia. They are Australian. They have been the longest running Australian supplement company, I believe. Their products are absolutely amazing. I highly recommend that you check them out at Chemist Warehouse or on their website at Henry Blooms. They've also got their own Instagram page, which is Henry Blooms. And I could not speak any more highly about their products. Their probiotics come in all sorts of flavors. They've got vitamins that you can spray under your tongue. And they've also got all kinds of supplements that will greatly and definitely will benefit your health and your life Um, this isn't a paid advertisement i really do truly enjoy their products so that being said let's dive right into this podcast episode so peter thanks for jumping on Um, oh my pleasure for those who don't know Today's episode is all about Henry Blooms, and if those who aren't uh, unaware, Henry Blooms is an Australian supplement company. Is that accurate to say? Exactly right. Thanks, Luke. And so, just a bit of um, bit from my end on how I got involved and uh, got a bit of interest about Henry Blooms is I was hearing a lot about um, probiotics. Yeah. And how probiotics is, I guess you could say it was a bit of like a trend for gut health and all around health. And so I jumped down to Chemist Warehouse, I believe, um, and just discovered, well, there were many probiotics. There was all kinds of, uh, the more like the tablets and pill form. And then I saw the very, very intriguing Henry Bloom's one, which is a biofermented liquid yes in the bottle and they had absolute crazy flavors and they're just actually they're actually really enjoyable as well not just from a health perspective but like a consumer perspective as well yeah i'm so glad you like them they're very popular yeah it was really it was really interesting because i guess with most supplement companies in the pill form unless if they're like edible or chewable um supplements you just there's really just getting the i guess the health aspect of it rather than another intriguing aspect which is flavor which is pretty interesting as well and a little bit after that i started to raise a bit of money uh for the beyond blue foundation and then i got in contact with someone from henry blooms and they they were absolutely outstanding and they actually gave me a couple of um supplements as well to help me with running terrific and they those supplements um chalk and cheese compared to other other ones that i've had so in particular the magnesium complex powder yeah i really i really could feel a difference between that and then say uh name any other magnesium pill that's out there yeah, and then, and then also there was a they gave me one for anti-inflammatory, which was the curcumin tablets. Oh, they're terrific! Yes, and they they were definitely they were definitely a game changer as well. I definitely felt better, say the next day, the next day and a half after, and they were they were absolutely terrific. Yeah, it's a wonderful product, and um, it's been around for a very long time. And the thing is, once we get people onto our formulations, because the formulations are standalone formulas, um, the loyalty on this brand is incredible. Yeah, I definitely have not gone away from any other 
probiotics than the Henry Bloom's ones. And I like to try the, the different flavors and whatnot as well, which is really, it's fun as well. Kind of. Yeah, <laughs> to me, I'm it's really a little bit fun to too. to hear that, Luke. And I'm sure that you are feeling the benefits of those products. Most definitely, yeah. So right. when we get um, into the thicker things with Henry Bloom's, um, how did it all come about? Because uh, I'm only in my 20s now, but Henry Bloom's has been around since for the last uh, 75 years. And yeah. I've, only, I've only recently just heard about him as well. It's a really great question. Um, we've actually had a long history in the Australian natural health industry. Um, and the establishment of the brand dates back to the very start of natural healthcare in Australia, like you said, over 75 years ago. And we actually had um, our namesake and brand pioneer, Mr. Henry Bloom, actually open the very first health food store in the CBD just around Pitt Street Mall there. And that was just at the start of the Second World War in 1938. And that was at a time when the staple diet in Australia basically consisted of sausages and boiled cabbage. We hadn't had the influx yet of our multicultural society. So Henry Bloom was offering freshly squeezed juices, which now you see juice bars everywhere. Um, he offered a unique nut cheese for protein and really was the first to bring to Australia the probiotic yogurt culture and a variety of uh, vitamins and herbal formulas. Um, so it wouldn't be for another 50 years that these types of foods became mainstream. Um, and that was the depth of his vision um, leading to the brand being officially established in 1947, Luke. So through his passion to support natural health, um, Henry Bloom's vision has just flourished into a premium quality, scientifically based natural supplement range that it's available today. Yeah, that's really, really almost, you could say, it was ahead of the curve, really, because absolutely, because I'm not, just off the top of my head, I'm not too sure of any other supplement company that was dealing with what Henry Bloom's was um, working on for his pretty much his whole career. Exactly right. So um, like I was saying, you know, no one knew about probiotics and now the market's basically, you know, saturated with um, other probiotics. We like to think that our formulations are still the most innovative um, and it all stems from the pioneering vision of Mr. Henry Bloom so long ago. Yeah, that is very, very accurate to say. So when it comes to um, organising different supplements and flavours and ingredients, yeah. how, how does one come about putting all that into like a plan and then eventually giving it out to consumers? Because I imagine there may be a bit of, a bit of research, a bit mm -hmm. of, a bit of um, dialect between different teams and then, of course, actually sourcing um, products and then of course most important actually testing the products to see if they're to see if the results are actually accurate and strong enough that it could be a profitable but also helpful uh, supplement for public consumption yeah surely that's a really good question and we work with our tga licensed manufacturers pjp laboratories and blue gum pharmaceuticals to source and stock only the best quality sustainably sourced ingredients from various countries across the world. Um, on any given day, there are thousands of different raw materials in the warehouse. Um, the flavours are generally already developed by the Australian flavour manufacturers, and they usually send out a library of different flavour samples to our manufacturers. And depending on the product formulation, which are herbal, mineral or vitamin uh, based, relevant flavors uh, to complement these ingredients are identified and combined with natural alcohol sweeteners um, and acid regulators until the flavor profile is fine-tuned. So often a flavor is also identified by current flavor trends uh, going around uh, within the industry. Mm, that's very, very interesting to hear. Uh, what kind of time frame roughly does that kind of take between starting point and then on the shelf at your local 
pharmacy? Well, it takes um, a little bit of a process. Uh, we normally um, forecast products, oh, it could be sometimes two years in the making. Um, so we're always looking at um, not following trends, but basically we want to be ahead of the curve. So a lot of the time, because we have to go through so many stringent testing and uh, formulations, it can be up to two years where we have the product in the embryonic stage to when it's actually launched. Uh, once all the, um, the information is collected and our research is done, production can be to six months. So we pretty much have a schedule of what is going to be coming out. Uh, for example, we have a schedule this year of what's gonna be coming out in the next three to six to 12 months. So we usually um, work it to those sorts of timeframes. In saying that, is it uh, common that you have like a bunch of products that are kind of halfway nearly on the shelf and then uh, some unforeseen trend occurs where it's kind of this particular trend with, with this product is kind of like on the down, on the downfall or there's been a bit of a hold up with, I'm guessing the Australian government has mm -hmm. a certain department that have to look, um, of course, examine the product in depth as well. Well, that's, that can happen as well. I mean, obviously we have to always abide by the um, regulations um, and we are very strict in terms of our um, TGA here in Australia. It's one of the toughest in the world. So we really can't launch anything until everything is 100% cleared um, and um, gone through the right uh, channel. So that can happen sometimes. We might have a product that we want to launch, for example, in you know, a year's time. And all of a sudden, something like COVID happens where it throws all our plans out of whack. So... Um, that can happen, but because we are a very dynamic, um, quick acting company, um, we tend to most of the time get around those, um, those obstacles. Mm. So when it comes to, um, say testing these products, of course, you probably do your own internal testing and then you, and then the Australian government would do say their own testing. Is it much uh, difference between say what you guys do internally obviously try and not make it as biased or you know try and make it more in your yeah. favor is there much of a difference between what you guys do and the one what the government does well the thing is we are manu our manufacturers are tga licensed so they are regulated and they have to comply with the very stringent quality control and quality assurance processes um, all, more, all raw material that is sourced and comes into our facilities um, are quarantined, sampled, and then tested in two different ways. Uh, firstly, the ingredient needs to be identified to ensure that it is a raw ingredient that the paperwork and the certificate of analysis says it should be. Secondly, it undergoes analysis to ensure that it is within the TGA's recommended specification for use of that material in a TGA listed finished product. So once all of this has been analyzed and confirmed, the finished product can then be manufactured. At various intervals during the production process, samples are taken from both the bulk blended ingredients, as well as the finished product to analyze the label claim, uh, which is the amount of ingredient that we claim is in the finished product um, on our out product label. Um, and that all manufacturing, it also still complies with the TGA's limits as well. Mm. So it is a very, I'm guessing a very, it can be a bit stressful as well. Does it get really anxious when a lot of testing gets done and then you guys might not hear anything back or the government is still pending on results and whatnot? Well, the government's actually very quick um, whenever we submit anything. Um, and I think they work well with all um, Australian companies because, like I said, um, people's health is very important. And so um, basically um, we have a regulatory uh, manager uh, that's based in the office and he's um, always um, with um, working within the guidelines of the TGA. 
Um, so we tend to not get too stressed about things like that. It's just a process. And for us, because we are so focused on the health and wellness of our end consumer, if we do have some kind of obstacle or um, the TGA has changed a requirement, we will always work within that change um, for the benefit of our consumers. Of course, because it's always more centered around what the consumer wants or not wants, but like what they need, how it can benefit them. Yeah, absolutely. And a really good example of that has been last year with COVID. Um, I mean, obviously, a lot of people were um, financially, it was tough last year, you know, we had um, the retail downturn, uh, which affected economies all across the globe. Um, and here in Australia, we found it as well. And um, a lot of the time people were buying online. Um, so we had to act very quickly and we found that a lot of our immune products were selling very, very quickly. And we hadn't forecasted obviously COVID. So come March when lockdown happened and we were selling so much of our um, immune fort or vitamin C and rose hip, <clears throat> excuse me, these products obviously sell more during winter months because they're fantastic immune boosters, but with obviously demand of COVID and consumers wanting to, protect their health and boost their immunity. We didn't foresee this. So there was a bit of a mad panic to get these products from our manufacturers a lot faster. Um, so there can be demands such as that when we plan so much and we work so far in advance that when something like COVID happens, we have to act very quickly. And because we are very dynamic and we have a very close knit team here in the office, um, we manage to get around that. Mm. And I guess that is, um, I assume with most supplement companies, they kind of had to adjust to um, that extensive demand of online shopping. Well, that's exactly right. So we saw a lot of um, the pharmacy channels increase their online business, some up to 45%, um, because obviously with lockdown, people weren't allowed to go out. Um, so we also had to adapt in terms of marketing to ensure we had a lot more how we retail and how we trade and how we get our products to our, our consumers. So it was a bit of a, a tough time, but I think um, what's great about Australia is that we've had some really great um, decisions and we're so far ahead of the rest of the world in terms of this um, pandemic that I think we're starting to come out of it the other end, which is terrific. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Um, when you hear on the news or kind of any uh, outlet where you get your news from, it's always more like you can distinguish between like Australia is almost at a stage. Well, it, there are probably, you know, cases here and there, but it's almost, it feels like it's such a small part of everyone's life kind of, and things are almost getting back to normal. I mean, that's really, really lucky that, you know, I guess, cause we are an Island, we're not really connected to any other major countries. And it's real, really lucky because some countries are still there in all sorts of trouble. And it's really, it's really sad to see like after a year, they're almost still in that same position. Yeah, and we've had to also um, make some hallmark decisions in the last uh, 12 months. We've had we've done a few different changes in terms of, like I was saying before, going um, online with our pharmacy partners and promoting, promoting that way. We've also entered the grocery sector for the first time, and there are selected brands that um, have entered the grocery uh, channel. Um, our brand has always been primarily pharmacy and health food store uh, driven from the vision of Mr. Henry Bloom, but we've decided it was time to expand our distribution outlets. And we now specifically formulate products for the grocery sector, including our new and developing probiotic shots um, range, uh, belly up shots, which um, you'll find in the grocery uh, sector. So, um, since the launch of Henry Bloom's uh, brand, the, the range of products has increased from 20 to over 100 products. So although many of the original formulas remain on sale today, for example, we have 
our very famous um, Herbalax product, which um, is basically um, iconic within the industry because of the fact that it's been around um, with a winning formula and it hasn't changed in over 60 years, being that it's so effective and so well-loved. Um, so it's interesting. It's really interesting as well, um, a point you just mentioned about tapping into the grocery industry, uh, grocery sector, which is, which is really, I guess, important as well because I don't think there's too many, well, there are a few supplement companies, but more on the side of protein powders and keto bars and mm. whatnot. But I think tapping into that industry for sustainability as a business as well will definitely create a lot of longevity, I assume, as well. Yeah, absolutely. And, and like I was saying before, I mean, our, our um, vitamin range is um, primarily always been focused within pharmacy. And for the majority of that, it will stay pharmacy because of the fact that our formulations are unique and we need our very talented pharmacy um, assistants in store to recommend the right product to our consumers. But as a company, because we are constantly looking at um, you know, how best to service our end consumer, we'll always look at different avenues um, that support our pharmacy channel, but also um, look at other areas as well. Was that kind of like a plan that's been brewing for a while to tap into the grocery industry as well? Because I assume, um, you know, trying to, as a supplement company, trying to emerge from, say, your typical uh, discount chemist warehouse and trying to find that new next step to take? Yeah, well, we, we um, are very good and strong partners with Chemist Warehouse and we, we cherish our um, partnership with them as we do with all of our pharmacy partners. You'll find Henry Blooms in all the um, major pharmacy groups such as Blooms the Chemist, um, Pharmacy for Less, Wizard over in WA, um, then our Queensland key accounts, uh, such as Good Price, um, Ramsey Group, <coughs> excuse me. So um, that will always be our primary focus. Um, and we work very closely with our pharmacy partners because like I was saying before, our, our formulations are standalone. And a lot of the time you do need someone that is uh, skilled and knows about uh, health um, and wellness contraindications to say a prescriptive uh, medicine. Um, so you'll find that most of our vitamins and minerals are sold and will continue to be sold through the pharmacy channel. And then we've developed products, for example, um, like our belly up shots, um, which you'll find in the uh, grocery channel. So we're just trying to have a point of difference with what we sell within pharmacy and what we sell within grocery. It's definitely a very smart tactical decision as well to expand in uh, from chemist or stay relevant with chemists, but also emerging into supermarkets as well. Um, yeah, and we're also looking at our future direction and and how the business look, you know, going forward. And some of the trends that we're looking at getting into at the moment are things like personalized health supplements. Um, and also um, we're looking at developing a range at the moment uh, in sports, health and nutrition. Um, so like I was saying, because we are very dynamic and diverse, <coughs> excuse me, been talking a bit too much today. Um, we always adapt in the market and we always try and find innovative ways to enter the market with new technologies and products. We have a fantastic range that is really standalone. And that's one range you mentioned before, Luke, about the biofermented probiotic liquids, which you'll find in all of our pharmacy partners. But also as well, we have a fantastic um, liposomal vitamin range. Now, this range is amazing because of the fact that vitamins traditionally um, are fantastic, um, but you have to swallow them. So we've actually managed to develop a fantastic liposomal um, delivery system, which are basically, uh, as the name suggests, VitaQuick. They're vitamins that you actually spray um, in a lipo liposomal spray under the tongue, 
um, which means faster absorption. And it also, um, by doing, uh, by entering the, the body that way, it also bypasses the acidic um, stomach, which means that you're getting the purest form of the, um, the vitamin. So at the moment, we have four VitaQuicks in our range. We have a B12, which is great for vegetarians and energy. We have a vitamin C, um, a vitamin D, which is great for your elderly uh, clients that find it hard to swallow a capsule. And we also have a fantastic one, which is turmeric. And turmeric is uh, a fantastic um, anti-inflammatory. And we're just about to launch VitaQuick in a CoQ10 and also a um, immunity. So this will be a game changer in the industry where someone can go into a pharmacy, buy a immune spray and get those benefits very, very quickly because obviously being a liposomal spray, it has absorbed very quickly into our body. So we're really looking at new ways and innovative ways to re-energize the, um, the market as well. Definitely a game changer, right? Because um, I know some people can't swallow some medication because either the tablet might be too big or their tonsils mm -hmm. might get in the way. And yeah, it obviously, it doesn't really taste as good either when you kind of just put it in your tongue. Mm. Well, that's a, that's a really good point too, because with the Vita Quick range, they taste amazing. Um, they, you spray it under the tongue and you're basically getting in each dose pretty much the equivalent of taking the capsule. So um, it really is an innovative range and it's doing so well in all of our pharmacy partners. So um, for those of you who haven't had a look at that out there, uh, have a look at VitaQuick because it is a fantastic range. It really is. Mm. And I'm pretty sure I've seen it at Chemist Warehouse and I just, yeah. even from... Um, say a consumer's perspective, I think how easier, easier that is because it's just one spray, that's it. And I can kind of carry it with me efficiently as well, rather than play around oh. with individual tablets. Well, I myself, I'm a vegetarian, so I haven't eaten meat or chicken or fish for a very, very long time. And I carry my B12 with me um, wherever I go. I have it on my desk at work. And whenever I feel I need a bit of energy, um, I just two pumps under the tongue. And usually within about five or 10 minutes, I feel that that kick and I can keep going. So it really is um, an amazing range. It really, really is. And I'm really excited for these two new ones that are coming out. It's going to be a total game changer. I'm really excited too. I might even go by tonight, Chemist Warehouse, and maybe pick up a few few of the yeah. sprays oh you'll um, love them luke they're fantastic <laughs> they really are mm. has um there any been ha, sorry has there been any major adversities faced with um henry blooms's business life because i imagine with uh covid maybe getting some sort i mean just assuming maybe some ingredients from certain places may take a bit longer there's delays mm -hmm. and then you might even from a business perspective might think about substituting those ingredients because of the significant delays well with our formulations a lot of the time we can't substitute ingredients we have to get the ingredient that we need to make that product as effective as it is so we have had um, a few hold ups with covid um, there was one product in particular our um, biofermented cranberry and one of the ingredients in that was held up because of um, supply issue due to the fact of uh, shutdown and COVID. So again, we try our best to not have any other stocks in our warehouse. Obviously, our pharmacy partners rely upon us to deliver products in a timely way. But sometimes, unfortunately, when things like this happen, uh, such as COVID, that was so unprecedented and it was such, um, you know, it was, you know, we'd never gone through something similar like it in recent history. We all had to adapt very quickly. Um, and it wasn't just about ingredients. It was also about, like I was saying before, consumer spend was, was changing. People couldn't go out. So we had to act very quickly. Um, and again, with, with our pharmacy partners to, you know, do more online promotion and that kind of thing. So in answer to your question, yeah, we did have a couple of products that, did go out of stock last year because we were waiting on raw ingredients, but we won't we won't um, change 
a formulation and um, sacrifice the quality of our product um, just to make a quick buck. If we've made a formulation, it is a formulation that stands alone. We believe it's a formulation that is um, superior to our competitors. So we actually won't change a formulation because uh, we can't get the ingredient. We'll only change the ingredient if it's the same and it gives the same result in the finished product. Um, so that's really important to us. And obviously from a cons uh, consumer perspective, it's quite um, humbling to hear that, that um, the particular company that I want to invest my disposable income in is so, is so strong-minded strong about keeping their products genuine. And it shows a bit of, I guess you could say, it shows a bit of trust and a bit of, um, bit of character as well because they're mm. not going to go out of their way to give the consumer something, I guess, something second base, second off, just because mm. their profits or their, their business is kind of just focused on money rather than their, mm. their products and their consumer consumers. So that, that's really important to us. Our integrity is at the heart of everything we do, Luke. And so much so that Henry Blooms is also a proud member of the Australian Packaging uh, Covenant organization. Uh, and that's an entity striving to achieve sustainable packaging outcomes and reducing environmental impacts of consumer packaging. So you'll find that all of our packaging, our cartons, our bottles, tubs are recyclable. And we aim to constantly review our packaging, looking for ways to reduce waste and use sustainable, environmentally responsible resources. Um, and we're also looking at down the track to um, remove our boxes from our um, products. So we're looking down the track to basically have all the information of our um, vitamins and minerals and supplements on the actual um, uh, bottle um, that it, the vitamin comes in and remove the outer box just again to reduce our um, economic um, environmental footprint. Um, that's really, really important to us as well. So we look at a 360 degree approach um, with the formulation it has to be, um, you know, a, a formulation that works. Uh, obviously it's all TGA regulated, but then at the end of it, the packaging must also not impact on the environment around us. So we're really proud to be a member of the Australian Packaging Covenant organization um, and have all of our packaging um, recyclable as well. Of course, because that's really important when um, a major uh, supplement company like yourself are selling a whole lot of stock and having, say, recyclable, biodegradable packaging materials is key because there's just so much product getting sold, getting moved every day, every month. Yeah, and so we want to make sure that not only do we um, care and give our end consumers, um, you know, a, a superior product, but also when they take that product home, they can have the comfort of not impacting on the environment. That's really important to us. And like I said, it's a real 360 degree approach. Um, we also have a fantastic um, service model where we have a very uh, dedicated team of sales representatives that call in on our pharmacy partners and provide incredible, amazing service. Um, so we look at pretty much, you know, the, the selling to pharmacy as being uh, really important. There's so much competition in this space that the way that we stand alone is having fantastic formulations, but also wonderful service to our pharmacy partners and have that service filter through to our end consumer by way of great product, um, recyclable packaging. Um, and there's also a few more things on the horizon that we're looking at doing to make um, the end experience even better. So uh stay tuned. <laughs> and I totally agree because um, I don't know how to like exactly say it, but I can almost as a consumer feel the 
the care that the business trickles down from product to end consumer. I can almost, and then obviously the your socials as well. I can feel the integrity and mm. almost like the helpfulness, warmness of the business itself, knowing that they're looking after myself as a consumer. Well, absolutely. And um, that's one of the reasons why I wanted to join uh, the company. I've been with the company now for over 12 months. And um, it was a company that I've been in pharmacy for a very long time. And um, it was a company that I really wanted to be part of because I could really feel this, this energy about Henry Blooms um, and the history and the heritage and knowing that you know, Henry Blooms was the first to launch probiotics. And, and now, like I was saying, the market, everyone has a probiotic. Um, it's because of Mr. Henry Bloom that that became a stable with Australians. And you, you look at juice bars everywhere, and we started that. So I really wanted to be part of that. And uh, having worked here for over 12 months, I can really, really see... Um, internally uh, as an employee that that feeling resonates within our office, within our supply chain, within our marketing teams. It really is um, a contagious type of enthusiasm that we share here in the office. So it's, it's, it's really amazing. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. And it's really, it's really funny to think about when I was learning about, um, Henry Blooms, and then you think about every, you name whatever product's got probiotics in it, whether it's juice mm. or supplements, and it's all comes from the, that one individual, one individual's vision as well. Well, absolutely, and we actually own uh, Probiotics Australia, so we're the first and only manufacturer of raw Australian-grown probiotics. Um, we're the only TGA-licensed <clears throat> excuse me, probiotics globally. We manufacture a raw strains for finished products, but also to be used in collaboration with research facilities to discover and explore DNA sequencing and identify new future probiotic strains. So we really have all aspects um, covered. I very much agree with what you just said. That's amazing. Yeah, so yeah. when it comes to future direction, how does Henry Blooms as a company identify trends? Do you see what's going on in the world where maybe some research scientists or whatnot are playing around with particular, um, let's say, formulas or any kind of minerals and whatnot, and then you kind of suss it out and trying to put something together? Well, we normally look at <clears throat> worldwide um, activity and uh, trends, eating habits as well, because that, that comes into what people are looking to put into their body. Uh, and we also look at things like, you know, health concerns. And we normally attend lots of um, uh, international trade shows. Um, and these trade shows usually have all the top ingredient suppliers uh, who you can approach um, for a suited uh, product concept, a potential new product development. Uh, and from general discussions on the trade floor internationally, um, as well as reviewing other finished products being um, shown at the trade show, uh, we can pretty much gauge and identify any new and upcoming trends and fads with regards to finished product types and the ingredients that drive these products. Um, but like I was saying before, we don't like to uh, follow trends. Uh, we like to basically be the innovator and the leader and basically only develop products if we feel there's a genuine health need um, and that our product can genuinely address um, those health concerns. We don't like to ride the wave of a trend we like to come up with formulations that really do help people. And I speak to a lot of people um, that I maybe have put them on, for example, our curcumin 1300s. And that is um, probably the strongest curcumin milligram on the market today. And 
you know, it's life-changing. Uh, once people are on it and, you know, it's a potent anti-inflammatory and they feel the results. And, you know, for me as um, the senior sales manager for the company and hearing people have these life-changing results is incredible. Um, so like I was saying, we will look at trends and, if those trends do give a serious benefit to our end consumer, then we will investigate and we'll make sure that our product that we then release is at the forefront. Um, so we like to, you know, pretty much, you know, look at trends and we won't follow them, but if we can develop something that is superior, um, then we will. And that's really really important as well because I'm guessing for a supplement company and it takes almost two years in the making from start to end product when you I'm guessing when or assuming when you follow a trend by that eventually two years that trend may not even exist or have the same high level of engagement as you once started with. Well that's exactly right Luke so um, if we always have the end vision to really be of helping and making a difference in someone's health and their life, then you can never go wrong. I think if you follow trends and just jump on, for example, you know, a, a trend that is really popular um, and you just develop a product just to write on that trend, I think people can buy into the fact that it's not authentic and there is no integrity with that. So we've seen many trends over the years with different things, um, but we just won't release a product for the sake of getting on the bandwagon. Um, it always has to be a product that will make a difference in someone's life. Mm, that's so important because there's no um, certain sustainability when following trends anyway. They might, la they might last a year or they may just last a week. Yeah, well, like I was saying uh, at the start of our chat, we've got some products that have been around for a very long time. I mean, our Herbalax has been around for oh, about 60 years and we haven't changed that. It's a natural um, laxative and it has very good results and, and it, it's, got a, it's iconic in the industry. So um, a lot of our products we've had for a very long time because they work and because of the fact that you know, we don't just follow trends. We make sure that products that we have um, are products that will give the result. And sometimes in the past, we've maybe discontinued a product and then we hear feedback from our end consumer and also our pharmacy groups that, oh my God, why did you discontinue this? We love this product. The formulation was superior. And then we, we actually bring it back. So there was an example of this um, 12 months, we um, discontinued a product called Osteoblast. And it is an amazing product for bone health. Um, and there's only one product in the entire vitamin world that is close to it. And um, because the feedback um, was so strong. We've actually brought it back and we're re-releasing it this year uh, in the next couple of months, Osteoblast. And again, it's a product that we had for a long time uh, and we're bringing it back because of popular demand. People loved it. Um, and so due to popular demand, we're bringing it back. We listen to our pharmacy partners. We listen to our end consumer um, and they're always at the heart of everything we do. And that's really important as well because um, some companies can just disregard what their consumers and loyal loyal consumers want and they just keep pushing forward with new, whatever the new um, supplement they're going for as well. Yeah, and obviously there's always new technology and there's always new products that will come up in any industry, whether it's, whether it's pharmacy, whether it's... Uh, skincare, whether it's whatever industry, because obviously technology is always developing and research is always happening. Um, but we're very confident that the products that we've had for 
um, a long time still stand alone as being high-performance formulas and will only ever change an existing product if there is um, new technology or a new delivery system or whatever it is, uh, then it might get, for example, a slight tweak. But like I was saying, we won't launch anything to market unless it is superior. And that's how you survive in this very tough um, competitive economic climate is by having products that do stand alone. Exactly. And it's clear to say that the proof is in the products, in the formulas. That's why people, people can't get enough of it. And that's why Henry Blooms is constantly thriving. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's a really exciting time to be with the company. We've got a lot of things in development. Um, and um, it's a really great feeling. We have um, fantastic um, sales representatives out in the field. We have a lot of um, new products coming out. We're constantly researching and developing and it never stops. We just keep going. Great. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. Is there any, um, any conversation brewing about getting into say, um, high profile athletes and in particular professional sporting athletes where there may be one or two products aimed at high level athletes and whatnot or do you just Henry Bloom's kind of circles around general the general population well funny enough it's a really good question we actually have um, I know there's quite a few high profile sports um, uh, people uh, in tennis and also in other um, sporting industries um, that actually love our product. And obviously we don't um, sponsor them. Um, they just, uh, you know, make our products, they love our products. We tend to not go by the route of too much celebrity endorsement um, because we feel that the products stand alone and we don't want people to think that we have a celebrity pushing our products and it's a paid endorsement because we are a, a, a you know a company that really um, you know has a lot of integrity a lot of ethics go behind our products we like to have the research and the formulations stand alone um, so we constantly get phone calls to our customer service from some high profile people that are out there um, um, and they actually um, call us about our products and want to know more about them. Um, and then obviously we direct them to um, where they can purchase them. So we do get a lot of interest, um, but at, the, at this stage, we like to have our formulations speak for themselves. Yeah, that's really, really interesting points you just said about um, high, high profile and it kind of influencer individuals where it could be, it, will, it obviously would be beneficial and I guess simple or not simple, but appealing to other companies where they would jump on board with that particular individual because of their status as well. And it's really, really humbling to hear that Henry Bloom's rather they just want to focus on their their craft rather than uh, celebrity notoriety well absolutely i mean obviously um some major companies have some high profile people um celebrities whether they're actors or sports people and that's great i think it's great for brand awareness i think it's great for getting the message out there <clears throat> but i i think at the end of the day if you've got um great formulations and um, you have a really strong uh, heritage and history uh, that will suffice in getting um, the message out. And people these days, they're very, very smart. You know, they do their research, they compare formulations of products, and we're very confident that if someone goes into a pharmacy and picks up one of our uh, products and picks up one of our competitors and looks at the formulation line by line, 
I'm very confident they'll choose Henry Blooms because of the fact the formulations are, are there and they're standalone. I couldn't agree more. Peter, I know your schedule is a little bit hectic and you're a bit strapped for time. I really appreciate you jumping on board on behalf of Henry Blooms to deliver a, a very special podcast episode. Oh, it's been my absolute pleasure, Luke, and thank you for your valuable time. And if there's any opportunity for me to talk about, you know, health and wellness and um, the pleasure that we bring to our consumers by providing such exceptional products, I'm always, I'm always there. So thank you for your time. No worries, Peter. Um, any social plugs for Henry Blooms? Where can, where is it best to find what's new with Henry well, Blooms? Like, like I was saying, we have all the major pharmacy um groups on board with us we have um pharmacy for less blooms the chemist um chemist warehouse wizard in wa uh national pharmacies in south australia in queensland we have Kempro, good price ramsey um all the major pharmacy groups uh, are very proud to be henry blooms partners so please um go into these wonderful accounts speak to the um, fantastic staff in these accounts and um, get healthy. <laughs> no worries. And of course, Instagram, uh, I believe it's just Henry Bloom's Instagram page. Yeah, we, we have a, an Instagram uh, page, Henry Bloom's. So please um, jump onto that. Uh, we always have um, new products that we're launching or we'll have uh, lifestyle, um, health and wellness ideas. Um, and that's a really great page. So it really covers not just product, but also about, um, you know, health and wellness, lifestyle. Um, so, yeah, jump on that as well. All right. I'm really excited to check, follow up on Henry Blooms to see where they go, the new products. I'm definitely going to jump to Chemist Warehouse tonight, check out the new vitamin sprays. And Peter, thanks again for jumping on board from behalf of Henry Blooms. Really appreciate it. Oh, my pleasure, Luke. Anytime and uh, take care. You too, mate. Thank you. You're welcome.